ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اما بعد indeed all praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with Allah from the evil of ourselves and from the evil of our bad deeds whomsoever Allah guides then no one can misguide and whomsoever Allah misguides then no one can guide I bear witness and I testify that nothing has a right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's alone and he has no partners. And I bear witness and I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah raise his rank and grant him peace, is his slave and his messenger. As for that which follows, فَإِنَّ أَصْدَقَ الْحَدِيثِ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ Indeed, the most truthful speech is the speech of Allah, the Qur'an. Al-Huda, Huda Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The best and the finest of guidance is the guidance of our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sharral umuri muhtathatuha. The worst of affairs are the newly invented matters. Wa kulla muhtathatin bid'a. Every newly invented matter is an innovation in the religion. Wa kulla bid'atin dalala. Every innovation is misguidance. وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ And every misguidance is in the hellfire. It was reported by Abu Ayyub al-Ansari, رضي الله عنه. He said, أَنَّ رَجُلًا جَاءَ إِلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فَقَالَ عَلِّمْنِي وَأَوْجِزِ He said, one day there was a man who came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. And he said, teach me something and be concise. So the Prophet said, إِذَا قُمْتَ فِي صَلَاتِكَ فَصَلِّ صَلَاتَ He said, when you stand for the prayer, then pray as though you're bidding farewell. وَلَا تَكَلَّمْ بِكَلَامٍ تَعْتَذِرُ مِنْهُ غَدًا And do not say anything, do not say any statement that you're going to have to apologize for tomorrow. وَأَجْمِعِ الْيَأْسَ عَمَّا فِي أَيْدِ النَّاسِ and give up hoping for what other people have. And this hadith, it contains three tremendous advices from the Prophet ﷺ. Three very concise and very important advices from the Prophet ﷺ. And even though these advices were addressed or directed to this, this specific individual who came to the Prophet ﷺ, these advices are also directed towards us and the entirety of the Ummah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As for the verse advice, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا قُمْتَ فِي صَلَاتِكَ فَصَلِّ صَلَاتَ مُوَدِّعَ He said, when you stand for the prayer, then pray as though you're bidding farewell. Meaning, pray as though you're bidding farewell to the life of this world, and you're not going to have another opportunity to offer another prayer. And for the vast majority of people, the only time they really think about death and contemplate upon death is when someone close to them passes away or when they become very sick and very ill. Otherwise, death is usually the very last thing that a person is thinking about. We see here in this hadith 
that the Prophet ﷺ directed us and he advised us to think about death not one time in the day or two times in the day or even three times in the day. The Prophet ﷺ directed us to think about death every single time that we stand up to offer the prayer. And this is because when we strive to have this mindset that we're always thinking about death in our prayer, then it's going to cause us to strive to perfect our prayer. As the Prophet ﷺ said, He said, think about death in the prayer. فَإِنَّ الرَّجُلَ إِذَا ذَكَرَ الْمَوْتَ فِي صَلَاتِهِ لَحَرِيٌّ أَنْ يُحْسِنَ صَلَاتِهِ He said if a person thinks about death when he's praying, when a person thinks about death in his prayer, then he's going to strive to perfect his prayer. Or it's very possible that he's going to strive to perfect his prayer. وَصَلِّ صَلَاتَ رَجُلٍ لَا يَظُنُّ أَنَّهُ يُصَلِّ صَلَاتٍ غَيْرَهَا And pray the prayer of the individual who does not think that he's ever going to pray another prayer. And if every single one of us had this mentality and this mindset when we offer the prayer, then we're not going to be thinking about frivolous things. We're not going to be thinking about things that are not important and things that will not benefit us. But rather, every single one of us, we're going to strive to perfect our prayer. We're going to strive to perfect the qiyam. We're going to strive to perfect the ruku'ah. We're going to strive to perfect the sujood. We're going to strive to perfect every single aspect of the prayer so that we can attain the mercy of our Lord and so that we can return back to Him in the best possible situation. As for the statement of the Prophet ﷺ where he said, He said, and give up hoping for what other people have. And this is an advice from the Prophet ﷺ that a person should have contentment of the heart. And that a person's heart should be attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it should not be attached to materialistic things that other people have. And if a believer truly has this, if a believer truly has contentment of the heart, and his heart is attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he's going to live a good life irregardless of his situation. Allah jalla wa ala said, مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ Whoever does righteous deeds, whether they be male or female, and they are a believer, and we're going to cause them to live a good life. Al-Hasan al-Basri, he said, He said, a good life is having contentment of the heart. But if a person does not have contentment of the heart, and his heart is attached to materialistic things that other people have, and he's always trying to keep up with the Joneses, He's always trying to have what this person has. And he's always trying to have what that person has. And he doesn't have any type of contentment. And his heart isn't attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then this individual is going to burn himself out. And likewise, he's going to look down upon his blessing. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, ila man huwa asfala minkum. He said, look to those who are below you. Meaning, look to those who have less than you. وَلَا تَنْظُرُوا إِلَى مَنْ هُوَ فَوْقَكُمْ And do not look at those who are above you. Don't look at the people who have more than you. فَهُوَ أَجْذَرُ أَلَّا تَزْدَرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ And this is more befitting. Least you look down upon the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Our praise and thanks belong to Allah, the Lord of the world. وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ
The good end is for those who possess piety. And there is no transgression except against those who oppress. And I bear witness and I testify that nothing has a right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's alone and he has no partners. And he aids and he supports those who are righteous. And I bear witness and I testify that Muhammad, may Allah raise his rank and grant him peace, is his slave and his messenger. As for the statement of the Prophet sallallahu and do not say any statement. Do not say anything that you're going to have to apologize for tomorrow. And this, as was the case of the previous two advices, is also a tremendous advice. As it relates to safeguarding one's tongue and safeguarding one's speech from saying any statement or anything for that matter that's going to be a reason for a person having to apologize to people either in this dunya or when he's standing before his Lord on Yom Qiyamah. Allah Jalla wa ala said, مَا يَلْفِظُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ Not a word does he utter, not a statement does he make, except that there is a watcher with him ready to record it. And this verse is a tremendous foundation as it relates to safeguarding one's tongue and safeguarding one's speech. And this is why we constantly have to remember every statement that we say and every deed that we do for that matter is being recorded by two noble angels. And that Allah Jalla wa Ala, He's going to take us into account for everything that we said in this world when we stand before Him on Yom Al Qiyamah. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir, fal yaqul khayran aw liyasmud. He said, Whoever believes in Allah in the last day, then let him either speak good or be quiet. So the correct understanding when we hear this hadith is that we should first contemplate and think before we speak. A believer does not say the first thing that pops into his mind or the first thing that comes into his mind. But rather the believer, he must first contemplate and ponder upon what he's going to say before he says it. And if there's a benefit in what he's going to say, if there's a legislative benefit, then he says it. But if a person is doubtful or if a person is not sure, then he refrains from making that statement until it becomes clear to him that there's a legislative benefit in doing so. And if a person is careless in this regard, if a person is heedless, and he has no concern when it comes to safeguarding his tongue or safeguarding his speech, and he's backbiting this person, and slandering this person, and gossiping about this person, and lying to this person, then the only thing that this person is achieving is absolutely nothing. The only thing that this person is getting out of this is harming himself. And he subjected himself to the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As it comes in the hadith of the, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the hadith of Mu'ad radiallahu anhu. He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ala ukhbiruka bimalaki thalika kullah. He said, should I not inform you of the foundation for all of these matters? Qultu bala ya nabi Allah. Mu'ad said, yes of course O Prophet of Allah. Fa'akhadha bilisanih. Qal kuffa alayka hadha. So the Prophet وسلم, grabbed his tongue and he said, restrain this, control this. 
فقلت يا نبي الله وإنا لمؤاخذون بما نتكلم به Mu'ad said, O Prophet of Allah, are we going to be taken into account for what we say with our tongues? So the Prophet said, He said, May your mother be deprived of you, O Mu'ad. May your mother lose you, O Mu'ad. The Prophet said, Will the people be thrown on their faces inside the hellfire, except due to the harvest of their tongues? And this is why we find numerous narrations of a salaf al-salih, narrations after narrations, that highlight and show us the great, the great concern and the great importance they used to give to safeguarding and protecting their tongues and their speech. It was stated by Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, وَالَّذِي لَا إِلَهَ غَيْرُهُ مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ شَيْءٍ He said, by Allah, he's swearing by Allah. By Allah, the one whom there is no deity who has the right to be worshipped beside him. There is nothing on the face of this earth that is in more need of being incarcerated for a long time than the tongue. وَعَنْ سَعِيدِ بِنْ جُبَيْرِ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَلَى قَالْ رَأَيْتُ إِبْنَ عَبَّاسِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنَّ أَخَذَ بِلِسَانِهِ And it was narrated by Sa'id ibn Jubayr رحمه الله He said, I saw Ibn Abbas grabbing his tongue وَهُوَ يَقُولُ بِالْلِسَانِ And he was saying with his tongue يَا لِسَانِ O tongue قُلْ خَيْرًا تَغْنَمْ Say good and acquire benefit Speak good and attain benefit or be quiet so that you will be safe. Either, 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 either that or you're going to be regretful. وَقَالَ الْأَوْزَاعِ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى إِنَّ الْمُؤْمِنِ يَقُولُ قَلِيلًا وَيَعْمَلُ كَثِيرًا And Al-Awza'i رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى He said that the true believer, he speaks a little and he does a lot. The person who truly has Iman established in his heart he talks a little and he does a lot. As for the hypocrite, then he talks a lot, but he does a little. And unfortunately, a lot of us, we fit this profile. We talk a lot and we do very little to back up that speech. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for safety and well-being. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنًا we ask our Lord for the good of this life and the good of the hereafter and to save us from the punishment of the hellfire. Allahumma a'izza al-Islam wal-Muslimin wa adhilla al-shirk wal-Mushrikin wa dammir a'da'aka a'da'a al-Din walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.